Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This is Dirt and Sprague. Guys, this weekend ain't about bricking stocks and bonds. It's about football. It's about getting your ass up off of your lazy ass, yelling for your team, and saying, let's go, balls! Damn it! With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. And for the love of God, people, quit doing the freaking wave. Are you kidding me? The wave? Jesus. Nobody does the wave anymore. Yeah, the Billy Bobs do it in NASCAR at the racetrack because there's nothing else to do there except meow, 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 and watch the damn cars go in circles and wait for a wreck. Dirt and spray gun 1080. Damn it, son. Do y'all hear me? The fan. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two. A short break there. We're back. Hopefully we're better than ever, but if we're not, that's not shocking either. We have a lot to get to in the second hour of the show. The old uh, Twitter tease has already uh, expired. <laughs> Did not age well last night. We left the milk out on the counter, so now that's gone bad. <laughs> uh, a lot of NFL for me, and then I will pass it off. We've got college football to get to with uh, J.J. McCarthy saying 80% of college football teams do this, so it's no big deal. Everybody's doing it. Come on. <laughs> Uh, I got some audio from an NFL coach in an interview he did that I want to get to coming up. Uh, I didn't get to uh, get past my Jordan Love, Justin Fields stuff. Everybody's all fired up. Bears number one pick. It's a fun conversation, man. It really is. Well, I, I don't know how you don't put your own fandom into it or your city. And if you're in that position, what is your yeah. opinion? And I, I it's fa- I t- I'm, t- I'm drafting. I'm drafting. You're moving on. You're drafting. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving on. Here's what I will acknowledge. I, I would keep fields, but I acknowledge it would be an incredibly difficult call. Like, I get all of that. It's tough. I did, The idea of having four, three, four extra first-round picks and what you could get for that, like everybody wants to argue you need the rookie quarterback contract scale to win. I would argue, well, here's four or five other guys that you could get, yeah. including your bonus first-round pick this year, that you could get an edge rusher, an offensive lineman, an elite wide receiver, mm-hmm. this or that, and you just you got an elite team around a good quarterback yeah. and win that I way. I like if you're – what's the GM's name? Pace? Yeah, uh, Pace. Polls. Ryan Poles. I play this close to the vest, and I slow play it all the way out. I think you go through the combine. You go have interviews with everybody who could potentially be the number one pick. 
I think the value of it gets bigger and bigger as the 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 draft hype gets closer to April. Somebody asked Fields, he has he always has a week to look forward to, and they said, what are you going to do when this week's over and the season's over? Like, are you expecting to hear what their plans are soon? And he goes, I don't know if we'll be here in a week. It's, that's got to be a tough situation for him to be in. We talked about it yesterday. Oh, yeah, what do you – you can't you say can't anything, say anything there. there. Him walking off the field at Soldier Field this last weekend, getting that win, that was – it was wild because he's like, I don't know if I'm ever going to play a game yeah. here again. Crowd's chanting his name. Everybody's cheering for him. They won. I gambled on him, and they won me money. Maybe that's why I want to keep fields. <laughs> uh, can I ask you about another quarterback thing? I got some quarterback things to get to here. Fire away, Bob. What do we make of Mahomes? I saw a stat yesterday. Uh, well, I'm not saying you move on. I'm just I'm asking what you guys have made of it. I, yeah, Patrick Mahomes in the last three years is like bottom twentieth in yards per attempt. He's not pushing the ball down the field anymore. No, he's not. Um, losing Tyreek Hill is obviously a big blow for any quarterback and team. But what what have you made of Patrick Mahomes this year? It's fascinating you bring this up because I've actually been noodling on this idea and have wanted to talk about him for basically the entirety of our break. Whenever When they lost to the Raiders on Christmas Day and he threw the pick six and they had the fumble... The season, look, they're going. That was the, his fault as well. The fumble. Yes, it was. Uh, they're going to the playoffs. Their division is a dumpster fire. We'll see what they do in the playoffs, and maybe we look up in the AFC title game, and you're like, "Well, there goes Mahomes again. What are you going to do?" But, but there's a different. Do you f- feel that way? I don't this year. No, yeah. that's the thing. I think there's a different feeling this year. His numbers are down. His completion percentage is about the same. But to your point on yards, and uh, I mean, he's he's almost a thousand yards behind where he was last year. He threw 41 touchdowns last year. He's down to 27 this year. And I just, I find narratives that exist around quarterbacks, I find fascinating. Like Brock Purdy has been dealing with this since he got into the NFL. What does everybody say about Brock Purdy and why he's succeeding? It's a system quarterback. He's only winning because of the talent around him. He's not a very good player. And I love how guys like that can get it. Brady dealt with this his entire career, New England system guy, Belichick. Come on, I can't win out of New England. But then you look at Mahomes, I don't know if it's the way he played or just how sheer incredible the numbers were right out of the gate for him. But it's just hilarious that he has avoided that label. And I'm not saying that he's system or the only reason he's winning is because he's in Kansas City. But we just refuse to acknowledge having the best wide receiver or one of the best in the NFL. One of the best we've ever seen. In Tyreek Hill, who has gone on to Miami, if he doesn't get hurt this year, is probably on pace to shatter every record with a guy who can't throw the football very far. You have one of the greatest tight ends of all time in Travis Kelsey, who all of a sudden has lost a step and look at the numbers. And Andy Reid is one of the greatest head coaches in the history of the NFL. Mm. But we don't have, like, nobody did that in the first three years of like, yeah, I mean, come on, but what would he be without Tyreek Hill? It's because he's throwing sidearm passes and he moves and he's funny. Sounds like Kermit the Frog. I've, this year is fascinating to me, man. Like, everybody still thinks Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not the best. It's just, he is showing us that even with all of his talent, He's human, and that if you don't have weapons, if you don't have guys that can reliably catch the football, if you got a tight end who loses a step, all of a sudden you have 27 touchdowns and 14 picks, and your offense is not good. They have won games all year basically because of their defense, and it's going to be fascinating to see what they do in the playoffs. Uh, he is number one in the NFL in yard percentage yak. So what I what that means is he dumps the ball basically, and the targets get the yardage. Yeah. yeah. Number one, 61% of his yards are from yak. Yards after catch. Yep. That, and I don't, I'm not trying to say some, you know, hot take thing. He is still probably the best quarterback in everybody's estimation if all things are great. Yeah, Mahomes is great. But it has been interesting following some of the analytic crowds who are kind of pointing out where his faults have been this year. And, and again, his targets have not been good. Nope. 
but also he has shot himself in the foot many a time this year. And look, some people are going to get to the playoffs and not want to bet against him. I I look forward to doing it. I just don't think that team's very good this year. They don't they don't, don't have the same feel. And, and and none of this should sound like you know uh, extreme opinion because they did just win the Super Bowl a year ago. But they it's did. it's more just highlighting your point that all these other quarterbacks have somewhat down years, and it's loud. And he hasn't had a great year, and it's just like. His receivers suck. <laughs> right. It's like, welcome to the rest of the National Football League. Do you know who Matt Stafford came into the year with? <laughs> Tutu Atwell yeah. and Puka Nakua. Not a soul thought Puka Nakua was going to break every rookie receiving record ever. Right. And he seemed to function okay. Like, I... I don't know. I think, I think he largely does get a pass because of how amazing he was at the start. But the last three, this is three seasons. And again, he won the Super Bowl last year, so you can just throw that back. But there are numbers that suggest that he has not been nearly what he was when he started this thing out. Maybe that's to be expected, but it's just interesting that narratives, how they form for different guys, and almost every quarterback hears noise when they lose, except him. I mean, Purdy loses a game this year, and it's this guy's assist. See, this is why he's a problem. He can't win the big, you know, blah, blah, blah. You get all that. And Mahomes has this kind of year. And nobody's saying Brock Purdy is Patrick Mahomes. It's just funny how narratives exist. But if you're going to say he's struggling this year because his weapons aren't what they were, that's accurate, 100%. You also then, on the flip side of that coin, have to say that maybe a big part of his success early on was having Tyreek Hill to throw the football to. Maybe that helps. Throwing the football down the field, having the fastest guy in the National Football League, maybe having that a makes a really good offensive line. <laughs> when you start. A little bit easier, right? Yeah. The other exciting part that I have for them going into the playoffs, I have no clue how they're going to do. They've been to five straight AFC Championship games, what three Super Bowls in the mix, and they've won two. He's never had a season where he hasn't been to the AFC title. He's also never been on the road in the playoffs. Exactly. So right now they're the three seed. They're basically locked in there. I think. Think they're locked in there. They might end up with a two. No, seat. they are locked in. There. Oh, is that they're official? Locked locked? Okay, locked I don't know in. if the AFC South could catch him no. if they lose. No. Okay, wasn't sure no, on no, that. No, no, uh, so no. Holmes lo- isn't playing this weekend. Well, sure, I know that, yeah. but uh, they playing the Chargers. Let's not act like the Chargers could. You know. Yeah, they're not scared of East. They're not. Stick. No, I, I don't know who Kansas City's backup is, but I might gamble on him. Uh, the great Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, give me Blaine Gabbert. Uh, <laughs> but them going on the playoffs, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. Like, yeah. that's a challenge that he just has not faced in his career. They've been so good. They're always the one seed, or the years that they're not, the one seed loses, like when Baltimore did a couple of years back. Like, Kansas City having to go to Miami in the second round, or Kansas City having to go to Baltimore in the AFC title game. Sign me up, man. I want to watch that. A coach does an interview, and gets pretty truthful and honest with him and just wants the honest truth. So we'll get to that coming up. And then a look at some of the games this week and a little peekaboo of some of the games that are looming this weekend. A lot of stinkers just on the schedule with uh, the way that teams are resting, but also some obvious important ones. So we'll get to some of that stuff next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. How many people don't trust Brock Purdy now as the playoffs loom, even though they just beat the Commanders last weekend? I would say a good amount of people don't trust Brock Purdy. Do you trust Jalen Hurts? I don't trust the Eagles, but I also don't trust Jalen Hurts. Do you trust Joe Flacco? I mean, <laughs> it's funny to play that game as I looked at the matchups, possible matchups that could be happening this weekend, and you're like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Wait a minute. I don't know. It's the beauty of the NFL playoffs, is it not? Uh, well, it, you say beauty. I, I don't know. Is it beauty to have backups playing and not have the starting well, quarterbacks? I mean, and, I would argue in Cleveland the backup's better than the starter. Deshaun Watson sucks, and we got two years of evidence to back that up. Technically, that's like yeah, the fourth you string got one. quarterback. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that who's playing this week? I yeah. mean, some of the games this week are going to be really bad. It's week 18. This is why a week 18 probably shouldn't exist. But uh, hey, Some of these games end up being a little better than you think. Yeah, okay. Sure, I guess. <laughs> Well, in terms of being close and being competitive, yeah, they can be. I mean, I'm excited for the Miami and, and Buffalo game this weekend. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but when it comes playoff time, I, you know, it's, it's just this is why I think I look at Baltimore and just say, like, man, this is the year. Joe Burrow's gone for the year. That's not going to happen every season. So you've got a bit of a leeway in your division yeah. and in the AFC. The Chiefs are shaky. Chiefs are shaky. The Bills might be the third or fourth best team in the league. They might not make the playoffs if they don't win this weekend. Yeah. They would need some help. So it's like you. This is your. Everything is there for you. If you don't do it this year, I imagine Mahomes and the Chiefs will get better. They're going to find another receiver. Maybe they won't, but you just kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. Burrow will be back. Buffalo could make a change at head coach that could unlock Josh Allen even more. Like you have a red carpet to get to the Super Bowl, and you got to take advantage of it. I, I think the uncertainty and questionable nature of so many teams, Baltimore is just going to be such a heavy favorite. Yeah. And I keep trying to wonder and tell myself, who's the team that's going to get to Baltimore in the AFC title game and shock us? You mentioned no Joe Burrow. Could be Cleveland. Oh. That, that defense is Really? You guys just, are on the brownie bandwagon. You I love zig, it. You're zigging, it's huh? It just lights out with that defense. It's the best defense in the National Football League. And you have, you've got a quarterback that... Has won. Has won a Super Bowl. He's he fresh. understands... He's he's relatively fresh. Uh, he's mastered command of the offense pretty quickly. Yes, he has. Jerome uh, Ford's been a good replacement for Chubb. You have enough of a running back, you know, tandem group in there to to be able to balance it. So, and they're they're on a heater. Who's going to win between Indy and Houston too? <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I'm going to take Houston. Where's the game at? I believe it's in 
I think it's Houston. In Houston. In Houston. Yeah. I don't know if that makes that big of a difference, but I, I would probably lean Houston. The interesting thing about Cleveland is it looks like they're either going to play. No, it's in Baltimore. Indy. Or it's Indianapolis. Yeah, in sorry. Baltimore. That's a wow. <laughs> low, low. Too soon, Swigart. Too <laughs> soon. You are old. <laughs> you are old. I mean, Cleveland oh. right now would play the likely the winner of the AFC South, whether mm-hmm. it's Jacksonville, Indy, Houston, like whoever ends up getting that division, they would play that. I, I would pick them to probably beat any you of want those a hot teams. Take? I think Cleveland, no matter who they play, any of those three, Cleveland's yeah. going to be favored. Now, here's the question I would have with seeding because I'm not a nerd on all this they stuff. They reseed after the wild card. No, 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 I'm saying for first round. So if if Buffalo beats Miami this weekend, you would have if Cleveland wins, you would have both Miami and Cleveland with 11 wins. Who would be the five seed? Well, Cleveland's clinched the five seed. That's even yes, if Miami's it's a done deal. How do they have a? T- is they do they play Miami? Do they beat Miami? Is there a uh, AFC record tiebreaker there? It I'm goes just curious. To conference. I forget, but they it locked it up. Okay, so that's done. Record. Yeah. After I know they're in the playoffs. All right, because I was curious if they fell down a spot, you would then get them going to Kansas City in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, which would be a lot of fun. I don't want to see Mahomes in the AFC title game this year. No offense to our Chiefs fans out there. You guys have had a nice run. Just take one year. Just one year. Five straight years is a long run to be in AFC title game. But also, he could absolutely do it and have all of us go, well, I guess we don't know what we're watching anymore. (laughs) So much for that down regular season. Here's Mahomes again, six years in a row. How many weeks in your life this year and this season have you just gone, I don't know anything about this sport? Every week. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. I bet a game and I just look at it and I say, oh, yeah, man, come on. This makes too much sense. Yeah. New Orleans was playing terrible. Tampa Bay was surging. Swigart and I both gambled that I game. I was it's the in, first. I was like, oh. It's in Tampa. Two and a half. Laying less than a field roll. goal. They were I, down 20 to nothing in the third quarter. Lord. We didn't get to do a show and, and we don't, we don't like send a lot of texts. We'll text and then we'll yeah. stop texting. My only pushback on that was why that was only two and a half at home. Exactly. It's and, a trap. And Baker's career is largely set on, ah, uh, he's done. Win. Hey, Baker's back. <laughs> Lose. Loss. <laughs> yeah. Now, this weekend, I think they're going to smoke the pan. I think the Panthers are folding well, they've up. They've mailed it in. Yeah, I think they're ready to go on vacation. Yeah. One, two, three, Cancun. <laughs> Uh, and that's been a great story as well. I I can't believe he's gotten no traction. Is he already in Cancun? Who Tepper? After his little drink escapade, little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, NFL three hundred three hundred grand. That's all you're doing for Uh, Tepper throwing a drink on somebody. Bucket. Pass the hat down. That's that's all that. Butch league. Why can't I be that lucky? Let a guy who's worth twenty billion throw a drink on me. I hope they sue him now. Sue everybody. Sue the NFL. Sue the. Panthers, emotional damage. I can't get over this. Look, it, it's it's a tough time in the National Football League, and coaches are dealing with the pressure of we got to win or we're fired. Like, I'd imagine McDermott's thoughts are there, right? If they don't win this weekend or they don't win in the playoffs, like, yeah. If they don't cooked. make the playoffs, everything is under evaluation by the Pagulas. I, I, you know me, I'm a big Mike McDaniel fan, and I don't think he's going to be fired. But my God, why was Bradley Chubb playing when it was 56 to 19? Yeah, yeah that's a little curious. What are you doing? Yeah. And he he came out of the game. Oh, kind of a mistake. Like no kidding. Yeah, wait, guys, out. What are you doing? I I don't get that at all. Um, that would be a big priority for me. Dan Campbell was on our man. Campbell, man. Campbell, biting kneecaps him. in Detroit, coming off an emotional loss. Dallas Cowboys won the game though. Dallas won that game. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. <laughs> You go, Cowboy Joe. Look where Brad Allen's from. Uh, I think he's from the Texas area. Uh, Dan Campbell (laughs) was on 97-1 The Ticket over in Detroit. He does a weekly interview. Imagine that. 
having a National Football League coach weekly interview. You remember Mario Cristobal was here? I do. And it was like a roll of the dice, and then we wouldn't get him, and we'd ask, and we'd go, how come he's not coming on? And we'd just get the, I don't know. I, I don't know. He's too busy studying how to not take a knee. Uh, yeah, well, Kalen DeBoer also studied that recently. <laughs> uh, Dan Campbell on going for the two-point conversion. This is an exchange he had on 97-1, the ticket, uh, yesterday. And we're going to go down, we're going to score, and we're going for two. And and I wasn't coming off of that. So if it was like 10 or 15, like a holding penalty, you still would have gone for it? No. If we're getting outside the 10, no. Okay, we, that's we why I'm asking. Outside yeah, the yeah. 10 every week, good on good. <laughs> we do it every week. O versus D. Yeah. I, like when, when you got the penalty and move go it ahead, to go the... Go ahead and say it. Say it. Both of you. What? Say it. Say what you want to say. I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point. I would have. I would like you would say it to anybody else. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say it. Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision. Thank you. Do, okay, I, but you don't regret it. No. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I love it. Say it. Say it with your chest. What you know? His, what are you doing, Dan? His voice sounds like he's always upset, or that like yeah. you say the wrong thing, and he's gonna grab you by the neck and lift you up the wall like a movie. But I think he's just genuinely like, just be honest. Like, yeah. it's call a spade a spade. Do you? What do you want to say? And I love those like. I thought it was reckless. <laughs> he finally says it. He goes, thank you. I mean, it was. It was a really bad decision. I mean, reckless. Eh, okay, yes, you can make that claim, sure. It's a guy that just, like, I don't know if he's ever going to win a Super Bowl, if they're going to win a playoff game. What I like about that guy is he just, he trusts his dudes. He's in it, and he says, let's go do it. I'm with you on that. I love that. Doesn't but... always mean it's the right choice, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, but I love the nature of a coach doing that. There's a limit to everything, and I I love Dan Campbell. That first call was awesome. I hate that it got overturned. We could I, we don't need to debate that whole call or no call or who you know whatever reported. Yes. It's dumb. I love that that was the play call that they had there. I love that they went for two. I love that that's his mentality. There 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 at times though does need to be a check on aggression of just like all right, let's take a deep breath here. What are the odds we get this from the seven yard line? They have a chance to win. Maybe move up to the two seed, not knowing that Philadelphia was going to lose at that point but hey everything's at play like I th- at that point you got to kick the PAT and I'm glad that the host said that to him uh you know the thing about Campbell though is he is he'll go for it. he's risky mm-hmm. uh it cost him on Thanksgiving with a fake punt I mean that was a pivotal point they couldn't do anything and you could have kicked the ball and played field position he went for it deep in their own territory didn't get it loses this game as well do you think in a playoff setting if they're set back where they were on the second two-point conversion attempt do you think he kicks it in the playoff to go to OT? I would hope so, because I just don't think that's a high. I don't think a seven-yard play is a high percentage play. Two, three yards is a little bit different. You can even run the ball in those situations. Teams do that quite often. Uh, you don't need a lot to get it. Seven yards is different. I love that getting to the twelve-yard line is too far for him, but the seven isn't a different difference of five yards. Well, you I, just, I mean, you just highlighted two, three yards is a difference. So sure. that is a difference. It, it is, but the seven-yard line is not a high percentage play. It just isn't. And I, I don't. That was a very reckless decision. Do you? And trust, it might end up costing them. But they got to go on the road to Dallas. It's a whole different ball game than getting to play them at home. But I think the encouraging thing for them, even as tough as Dallas is at home, I think the encouraging thing is they. I thought for a decent stretch of that game outplayed Dallas and they were in a position to win the game against Dallas yeah there's a confidence going in where you're like man we've been here before playoffs are obviously different this team doesn't have that experience do you trust the Lions no not at all 
Not at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But I don't think against the rest of the NFC. I just I don't. It's, I'm not saying they can't win. No, I'm not I saying know I'm not you're pick not them to win, that, but like but I don't know. I don't. I'm not confident at all. They're going to go win a playoff game. Not at all. Well, so here's what's interesting. I'll let you go. Swag on it. The Rams play the Niners. We get a Darnold Wentz game this weekend. How about that flashback? That'd be huh? a fun one. Darnold Wentz battle. If the Niners win and the Packers win, the Rams actually go to Dallas. Dallas could get end up getting the Rams, the team that not a lot of teams want to play right now when yep. they're playing their guys. And so that's an interesting move right there where the Rams drop down, Packers move up. Dallas, you got the two-seat, congrats. Your reward is Puka Nakua, <laughs> Cooper Cup, and Matt Stafford, and Aaron Donald. And Kyron Williams. And Kyron Williams has been phenomenal for them at running back. Yeah, I just I, I look at Jared Goff, and every time I watch him play, he terrifies me. Every time. That he's going to make a mistake. He's going to have one of those Jared Goff yeah. games that just costs you. Playing outside, I certainly have that. Yeah. Playing at home. In, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I mean, that last drive, Dallas, by the way, I mean, what get lost in the entire shuffle there is how bad Dallas's clock management was, which yes. maybe that's why people don't trust Dallas in the playoffs. It's part of the reason. The other part of it was on that last Detroit drive, they just played 15 yards off and allowed Detroit to just waltz down the field. Like, here's 15, yeah, they went into 12, 7, 9, and, 15, like... Okay, just ha- Do I mean, you they not just know it's a one-score game over there. <laughs> Touchdown ties it. Good grief. Like they got incredibly lucky to win that game because that was a horrendous defensive game plan. That was a big opportunity for Detroit, and I know they were coming off the emotional high of clinching the first division in 30 years and all that. Um, but I just, I, I don't know. I th- there's a lot of teams in the NFC that I don't. Tr- there's really only one team in the NFC that I trust, and that's San Francisco. Everybody else to me is jumbled together. Of yeah. you could have a good day, bad day. I don't know how it's going to play out, but I don't. The trust only them. thing you worry about with the 49ers is health. That's really the only if they are. As healthy as you can be going into the playoffs, then they got two bye weeks now, and I mean, that's why I'm not they're concerned. Gonna have almost a month just to rest and yeah. get ready. You know what I mean? If Detroit wins that, doesn't that change your feelings a little bit? That's what's funny is they if they convert if, that two pointer and they win, you're kind of like, well, crap. No, I, I would still not try. I, this is a take that I've had for. They God have for a to while. avoid one the, game's not the gonna change giant mind. mistake, the game changing mistake, and that's where I think still in the back of your mind, and that's more golf than Campbell and other guys. It's a hundred percent on golf. The trust is, is not there with Jared yeah, Goff, really, because yeah. Goff still threw. He threw a awful interception. <laughs> yes, he did. That should have allowed Dallas to put the game away. Yeah. He'll have those head scratchers too from time to time where he just comes out and throws like three picks mm. in a first half and you're like, where did that, what, huh? So no what? team outside of San Francisco for both of you in the NFC you trust at all? No. To win a game? No. no. Not That's, even Dallas? No. No. Not at all. Boy, Dallas hope, better hope, better hope Carson Wentz wins that game and doesn't fall. <laughs> That's a brutal first round wild card game. Talk about hot seats. What if Dallas loses in the wild card round of the playoffs? What do you do with McCarthy? Dallas certainly can beat the Rams at home. Again, different animal at home. McVay. Oh my God. My team has to go against McVay in a playoff game. Nothing to lose. I mean, those weapons, nobody's going to give them oh. a quote unquote chance. Like, yeah, I want nothing to do with that. Uh, we have more football to get into, some college football. This is evidently a uh, pretty normal thing in college football, according to this quarterback. We'll get to that. All that is ahead. Dirt and Sprague back with more. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, before we talk about some cheaters, because there are some out there, cheater, cheater. I said this, my cousin randomly lived with us for a year uh-huh. when I was in uh, middle school, and he was from Oklahoma, and he didn't have a lot of uh, culture. <laughs> sure. He called everything uh, soda pop. Everybody's like, soda pop. Like, what? Anyways, we randomly were playing video games, and he, he hit a code in a Tony Hawk skateboarding game. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was just like, you little cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. And he laughed for an hour. He had never heard the phrase heard before. That one before. And he just thought it was the funniest thing ever. He dropped like a liar, liar, pants on fire. No, I, was like, yeah. liter- I was like, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, had a wife and couldn't keep her. And he just thought that was the funny. I was like, man, Oklahoma. We got to talk about some cheaters in a moment. Uh, let's have a fun moment of palate cleansing audio with trivia mixed in. Can either of you name me the new Indiana football coach? Remember they fired, what was the old guy, Allen? I think was Tom Allen. Tom Allen. Tom Allen. They fired him, and he's like, yeah, this is Indiana. What the hell did you want from me? And he's not wrong. They hired a new coach. Do you know who they hired? No. The Coastal Carolina guy? No, but you're in the right ballpark. Yeah, it was somebody. Small school guy. Oh, UTSA's guy. No, he's still there. He went to A&M, didn't he? Who do you got? No, I don't think he did. UTSA? I don't think so. They hired Elko. Oh, that's right, yeah. From Duke. Uh, Tulane's coach. Uh, Not quite. James Madison. Oh, oh, okay. His name's James Madison. No, that's where he came from. Oh. It'd be great if his name was James Madison, though. I don't even know how to say his last name. Kurt Signetti, I think. Okay. I think you're right. C-I-G-N-E-T-T-I? Cignetti? They stole game day from us when the Huskies came yeah. to town. That they did. And then and Indiana then said, we're going to steal your coach. Yeah. How about that? Well, he had an introductory press conference while we were on vacation. And I made note of this. And I thought, you know what? When we get back, I kind of want to play this. Because <laughs> I don't know. Like, the question here to ponder while you're listening to this audio is if you're a fan of this team, hmm. do you like this answer, or is this one of the douchiest things that you've yeah. ever heard? Or you're like, oh, it's man. one or the other. This douche gonna be, or no douche. We're going to be right back here in two years. There is no middle ground here. This is either douchey <laughs> or the coolest, like, I'm the Fonz popping my collar. There's no middle ground. Okay. Here is Kurt Signetti at his intro press conference taking questions from reporters. Enjoy. Uh, when it comes to that culture you were just talking about, uh, you know, meshing the recruits you're, you're getting and, and some of the guys you kept. Uh, where does that process start? I mean, what, 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 what do you mean? I don't get the question. Well, when you recruit them, you know, how do you sell your vision of your culture? I mean, what, what's the... Who are you talking about? The high school guys, the transfers, who? All of the above. I mean, how, how do you... Is there a uh, it's pretty... Yeah, it's pretty simple. I win. Google me. <laughs> 
This dude is the head coach in Indiana. <laughs> he said, Google me, bitch. I win. Is that the coolest thing of all time, or is this guy Actually, just a I think flaming so, idiot? Because I think he was done with that reporter, and I don't know if that reporter had asked like three other stumbling, why, why? bumbling questions. That was, I mean, that's a legit question. What yeah. about well, your you couldn't culture? just ask it. I, I think that was. I mean, yeah, you just, but it's like, you know, you're bringing in transfers. He's probably going to bring some kids from James Madison. The portal is important. He's going to recruit. Like, how do you blend? How do you build a culture? Mm. First year. I, I, I didn't think it was that outrageous of a question. And he that's drops a, I win. Google me. <laughs> Where is he coaching? Uh, Indiana. What was Indiana's record last year? I cannot answer that off the top exactly. of my head. Have they been is... relevant since Penix left? No, this is they not. They weren't even relevant with Penix. Actually, they I mean, were one year. Maybe in Ohio State. They had and they the were COVID ranked. year where they won like three games out of the gate. Do you remember what their final record was that year? I don't know. No, I remember they you beat Ohio State. tell me. Well, they were relevant. <laughs> Didn't Penix beat Ohio State? They I... did. He did. He I had think that he did. great uh, end around run to the pylon. Yeah, they were like six and six that year. We need to fact check this. Because I thought you were looking up Indiana football reference. How long has Ryan Day been? You know Ryan Day's never lost a Big Ten game to a non-Michigan team, right? That was uh, Urban Meyer's last year. That was Urban's last year. Yeah. Okay, okay. They were eight and five in twenty nineteen. They were six and two in the COVID year. Uh, there was and then one they of those went, years, and then they went two and. I think, I think it was the eight and five year. Those are the only two. You're bowl mighty games. defensive of our allegations <laughs> that they beat Ohio State. Well, I just I know they fact on Ryan Day that he has not lost a Big Ten game to a non. Wasn't Urban there in nineteen? He he might. I, I, I don't know. Urban last year was nineteen. I'm gonna pull up their schedule. So that might have been um, the two thousand. Anyways, the point I'm making is nobody cares about Indiana football. And they just paid $25 million to fire a coach. Yes. So I like that you got a guy that's kind of douchey and <laughs> cocky sniffing a little bit. I hope he's right. I actually think that was a, I think that's a good question. I don't know if that guy annoyed him, but I thought that was a fair question. What about your culture sets it apart for yeah. recruits? And then, like, what does it matter if it's a portal or high school kid? What about your culture? It's a pretty simple question. Right. And he goes, Google me, bitch. And then he just said, Google me. That's a funny response. It's douchey for sure. But, you know, I think I like my coach having a little douche edge. So I'm trying to look at the history here. I am not seeing any Indiana wins over Ohio State. Going back a long time. Like, I, I think Ohio State's won. The, Ohio State has won 28 straight games against Indiana. They have not lost oh, Indiana since It was since the 4235 thriller. He sent it. <laughs> uh, he tied the game late. Ohio State won late. Okay. We had that wrong swag. Okay. Just wanted to check that. Just wanted to check my stats there. You were really on that stat. I'm on that, that stat. That was really like an offensive thing to say out loud was <laughs> that they beat Ohio State. Well, we had asked the I know you're B1G dirt now. I'm a big, I'm big dirt now, okay? you got to defend your powers that be in your conference. Us and Ohio State are now friends until Monday. No, they're they're, we're no, both living in misery. We're homies right now. They lost to Ohio State in 2019, 51-10. to Yeah, I'm looking at the 2020 <laughs> season. Okay, Penix had 491 year. yards yeah. in that game. They lost by seven. He, I think he, the play swag's talking about the pylon extension. The dive, yes, at the that corner. Was to tie it. Yeah, that was to tie it. It See, was a late touchdown. And I thought that that was against Penn State. I thought the opponent was different there, because I remember them pulling off a big upset. It was I, Penn State. It was Saturday, Penn, October twenty fourth. Yes. You know, we had some of the highlights <laughs> of that season. Right, we just had them against the wrong teams. Hey, you're talking to the guy who watches more college football than anybody in this building. Okay. Big dirt reporting for duty, but you didn't know if they were good. I mean, they they had a COVID year. They were COVID good. You that said they were count. eight and five the year Penn before. State. Eight and five is not relevant. Michigan, eight and five. Wisconsin. Eight and five is not relevant. Eight and five is a good year. Mm. It's a okay year. I don't know if it's. I don't call it relevant. 
eight and five? That's it's like not borderline top twenty-five. It's not relevant. The back half of the twenty-five is eight and four records. They were eight and five because they lost a bowl game. Uh, they're not in the SEC, so they're not ranked. You got to be eight and four to be ranked. What a weird hangup you had in this segment. <laughs> if they beat Ohio State, so we're liking it. We're liking the quote from the new Indiana coach. Yeah, we're on board with uh, it. I'm okay. Why would he's going to definitely get fired in two years because Indiana's not going to win and it's Indiana? No, yeah. they can't. They can't afford to fire him. <laughs> yeah, they well, paid I would thirty, almost thirty million to fire the last guy. We did. I did Google him. By the way, his record in his career: hundred nineteen and thirty-five. So, well, uh, Kalen DeBoer, he, yeah. he does win. He okay. won at IUP, the IUP Crimson Hawks. They were dominant. Ooey Pooey, Ooey, I believe Ooey Pooey. Uh, and then he went. To, he went to no. There's no I on the end. It's oh. just IUP. Uh, I'm out on the segment. I'm actually <laughs> afraid to say anything about any team because you seem to be getting offended by this. <laughs> it's Indiana University of Pennsylvania. That's where he was. Oh, and I didn't even know that was a thing. So not ooey pooey. Not ooey pooey. No, not ooey pooey. Boy, a segment of just not being right on anything. <laughs> I was asking. I was clarifying. There is it ooey pooey or not? I'm gonna now change the opinion. Douchey don't like Thank it. Thank you, douchey. You know, douchey don't like it. Guys getting fired in two years. Yeah. Hey, what do we make of cheaters <laughs> calling other people cheaters? Let's get to that audio next on the fam. All right, welcome back in. Got some other football stuff I want to get to in the final hour of the show. See what we can Google in this segment. Well, you know what we Googled? Basically, Swag and I were kind of right. Indiana has only beaten Ohio State two times almost ever, and so like losing by seven in the last couple minutes of the game. That's a bit of a win. That's a bit of a win. So we were kind of right there, Swag. Somebody also sneaking in a beaver jab at you saying, uh, your comments are coming from a beaver fan because anything over six wins is a great season. Well, we can't all buy facilities for a billion dollars and be handed a great program. Can't wait for that new Nike book to be coming out. You seen that? He's got another book coming out? Oh, there's a there's a book coming out about Phil and the oh, university. Oh, like an expose oh, thing? Oh, yeah. Nah, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. It's all right. Just win a title, baby. That's all that matters to me. Bought, not built. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Aiden, you put put eight and five too much for Indiana. That's yeah, a good I, season for them. That's a good season for them. That's borderline top twenty-five at the end of the year, though. That's fair. Right? It's, a, it's a fair assessment. Relevant for Indiana, not relevant for the general world of college football. No, but if to your point originally, <laughs> if they were in the SEC, they would have been for yes. sure top twenty-five that year, without a doubt. Um, I want to get to this. So we didn't talk about it out of the Rose Bowl, the Michigan win over Alabama. There were pictures that circulated after the game. Connor Stallions was there. Yes, he was. Clean he shaven. Showed up to the game. Four rows from the field. Just sat there watching the game. And it's like, oh, a Michigan fan was like posting the picture. Ha ha, look who made it. He couldn't miss the game. Like, all right, I guess we're doing that. And then yesterday, J.J. McCarthy, they're back in Ann Arbor practicing. He was asked about the sign ceiling thing. And is it weighing on them going into the championship? And he he had a hell of an answer. I don't want to say a crazy number, but I'd say a good number, 80% of the teams in college football steal signs. And, you know, it's just a thing about football. You know, it's been around for years. We actually had to adapt because in uh, 2020 or 2019, like when Ohio State was stealing our signs, which is legal, and they were doing it the legal way, we had to get up to the level that they were at. And we had to, you know, make it an even <laughs> playing field. We do work our butts off. We do watch so much film. You know, there's a lot more that goes into play. And a lot of stuff that gets masked, a lot of work that gets masked just because of the outside perception of what sign stealing is all about. I love We the, had to cheat like everybody <laughs> yeah. else. We had to. This is the, the he went with the Bond steroid argument. <laughs> McGuire's not better than me. I can't let him break records. He's cheating, so I'm going to cheat. They're cheating, so we're going to cheat. 
I find this storyline interesting because sometimes when you win a game like they did at the end of the year without Harbaugh or they win a game in the playoff, it's like, well, clearly they're winning, so they didn't need to cheat, so I guess the whole thing swept under the rug. That's for some people, and others will never forgive them. Where do we fall on the cheating scandal? Because it's a massive story going into Monday night. I, I, I think I've made my position pretty clear. I, I'm f- I'm not shocked. I I don't I shouldn't use the word floored, but like the team that might win the national championship in this season has been caught cheating and they've just been allowed to be the one seed, which they shouldn't have been, and they've been allowed to get to a national championship and maybe win the whole enchilada. It's I mean, it kind of sums up college football in a nutshell, to be honest with you. Um, Waiting for them to get vacated. Like, five years down the road, we're going to have to pretend like Michigan didn't win a national championship if they win on Monday. Is if that that does anything, right? (laughs) Right. Like, oh, USC didn't win that other national championship. I I hear his comments. I actually kind of agree with him. I I wouldn't be shocked if 80% of the teams were stealing signs. Are they going to the extent in which your team did, though? I think that's the thing that he's, like, omitting or he doesn't want to acknowledge because I think these guys don't want to acknowledge it because they understand it probably takes some of what they accomplish away. Yeah. And how how shouldn't it? The the facts are, since they started doing the Connor Stallions thing, they have turned a corner. Now, with recruiting and the experience that they have with all these juniors and seniors on the team have gotten to them anyway, gotten to that point, maybe. But it also does, it's not a coincidence that they started doing this and suddenly they started being unbeatable. Yes. And and the extent in which they did it, I mean, it's Central Michigan obviously was a little bit a part of this because they didn't want to investigate why he was on their sidelines and their gear. So I don't know. I, I have found their response to it not unlike any other team how responding to it. I almost feel like they're just spitting in your face like, what? What, what are you going to do? do? Yeah. What are you going to do to us? We're here, and we're probably the best team in college football this year, and we're going to go prove it. Okay, but you watched you watched film. What film did you watch, though? <laughs> we studied. We still studied film. Yeah, Ray Ban film on angles of games you shouldn't be getting. I keep bringing that up, that nobody ever answered that question. Who was on the Central Michigan sh- sideline, and how did he get on their Because they're complicit. Central <laughs> Michigan never... and Michigan are in the same, they're not in the same conference, <laughs> on the same level of football. So, like, yeah, they probably allowed him to be on there. He gave him information. They give him information. That's why there's no follow-up there. It's just weird to me, and I know there are a lot of Duck fans that don't want to see the Purple and Gold win it. I get it. I do. I'm going to feel really weird and kind of gross watching Michigan win if they win Monday. I mean, this would be equivalent of knowing the Astros cheating scandal during the World Series against the Dodgers. As the playoffs started. As the playoffs started, of like knowing that they're blatantly cheating, but baseball just hasn't quite acted yet. And that's where I think these are very comparable. Like, McCarthy is right that... I wouldn't be shocked if it's higher than 80% of teams that look for a way to find an edge. Like, how many times do you turn on a game and you see those stupid bed sheets that are behind the the coaches on the sideline so you can't look down and you can't get the signs and they want to hide what they're signaling in? Like, of course, that's a big part of football, just like it's a part of baseball. If I'm on second base and I can decipher your signs because you're not hiding them well enough, I'm going to tip it to my batter to say, hey, he's going to throw a curveball here. Keep your head on a swivel. The differences between the Astros and what, what's happening right now with Michigan is the extent and the level that they took it to. Yeah. That they're just trying to act as if it's they, no different. they didn't know. Everybody cheats. Like, dude, you had a coach on the sideline of another team with sunglasses that records the other sideline. Like, that happened this year. And nobody ever answered to that. And so I, 
coming out with that answer is pretty soft from McCarthy. But I guess to his point, what what do you want him to well, say? Well, it's it's a tough position for him to be in. Yeah. He he's not, not the one. Yeah, yeah, he didn't he didn't tell Stallions to go to the game. He's <laughs> he's a student athlete. Like he's just given the film of where he where it's from and study it and watch it. They they're a really good football team. Yeah. That's the frustrating part is just like the Astros were great. You didn't need to do that to win. Yeah, you took it a little too far. Sign stealing is normal in baseball. Sign stealing a co- Dabo and Venables had this reputation at the height of their run. Yeah. They were notorious sign stealers. They didn't have a Connor Stallions going to games though. That's where this you, you cross a little bit of a line. I I, I think what we're going to get Pate teased something out a, about a week ago that Something major is looming in college football. Hmm. And I don't, he's kind of trying to downplay it, but like say it's a big deal. I don't know what it is, but something I think that needs to happen next year. Stop being cheap asses. You're a multi billion dollar league at this point. You're the NFL junior. Go get radio helmets. What are we doing here? Stop warning. Well, is Connecticut going to be able to have one? I don't care. <laughs> Who cares? Shut up, Jim Mora. Yeah. UConn's <laughs> never winning the championship. Every big boy program, yes. go get a radio communicated helmet and stop doing the sign thing. Get rid of this. The NFL has it. You should too. Your multi-billion dollar asset. Fox is probably going to pay three to four billion dollars for those rights. That's a big story that's looming. Is that Fox wants the the college football playoff? Man, when you're making that kind of money, like what is that helmet? Who cares what that price is? Exactly. Should be noted, too, by the way, last thing on this is that uh, I remember when the whole story broke, there was uh, photo evidence of a Michigan scout or whatever. that I don't know what you call them. But Michigan sent somebody to the Oregon-Washington game last year. Because I think Oregon at the time was one lost seed. They, maybe they sneak in as a four seed of the playoff. We might have to play them. There was somebody there filming the sidelines of the Ducks and Huskies at Autzen Stadium last year when Oregon and Washington played. Yeah, I'm not so, I'm not going to be shocked at all if they have a lot of things that they know Washington's going to do. Got to change those signs up, man. Um, all right, we got a lot to get to in the final hour of the show. A couple more football notes. Decisions looming on certain players in the National Football League. Spring uh, tease a couple of college football anecdotes as well that I want to get to. Loaded final hour. Don't go anywhere. Dirt Spring on 1080 The Fam. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 